salt and light. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Salt and Light. I'm Janice. And I'm Bonnie. And thank you for joining another episode. Uh, We are on episode nine, I believe. And today we're going to talk about offense Mm -hmm. and what it is, why we need to learn about it, um, what the Bible says about it, and our own personal experiences with offense. Um, I was telling Bonnie that I am like a walking offense because I'm always constantly offended (laughs) by everything people say. I don't necessarily look at the good. And Mm. I know God has been working with me on that. So Bonnie has the exact definition. So let's start off with that. What is offense? Yeah, so I looked up the definition and it says offense means annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived keyword, perceived insult to one's standard. Mm. So that's what it's like. Yeah, it's it's to me, it's basically it's how we take it. It's how we take something that somebody says because it's a perceived uh insult to to one standard so yeah so it's like you there's i think there's like two folds of this like there are people who will outright insult you purposely and then there are people where you they don't mean to but maybe it came off wrong right and mm -hmm. you took it you know yeah mean to offend you but then you're right. There are some people who really do offend people just because they're just rude or mean or they just want to hurt you like emotionally or mentally. And, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe even with that, even mm-hmm. with that, it's how you take it, too, which is really hard when somebody is yeah. um, straight up insulting you or lying about you or talking about you to somebody it's hard not to pay attention to that because right. you want to defend yourself. Oh, and, yeah. you know, obviously we'll talk about that. But um, one of the scriptures in the Bible from Proverbs, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Um, so it's Proverbs 19, verse 11. And it says, good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger. And it is his honor and glory to overlook a transgression or Mm. an offense without seeking revenge and harboring Mm. resentment. Mm. And that is like, you know, so it's saying that, you know, you basically you can feel anger. Right. It says be slow to anger, which I think is really hard. I mean, I know for me, I'm like instantly, I don't even think like if somebody says something and automatically I feel it like, oh, why you got to say it like that? I say right. that all the, I feel like I say it all the time. Exactly. Why you got to well, say it like that? Why you got to talk to me like that? Bumper sticker on my car again. This is why. But go ahead. <laughs> That's why you don't have a bumper sticker. With That's screaming out the window. But yeah. Yeah. It's like, or, or yeah, like even driving, maybe somebody cuts you off. This happens to me a couple times. They cut me off and I get mad and I speed down no, like next to them. Like, uh, 
Yeah. And it's happened though that the person a couple times the person just rolled down the window and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to." And I'm like, and then I I I just calmed down instantly because I'm like, "Oh, they didn't even mean to do that." And I did all this show speeding about to kill myself for what? Cuz just to stare at them like real intently, like, you know, yeah. wh- what was the point? Yeah, my husband gets like that. I always tell him like I feel like you have bad road rage or something because it's like if somebody cuts us off or somebody's like, you know, like uh, up our butts, as they say, you just get so like hangry and it's like he wants to like follow them too and all of this. And I tell him the same thing, like, just calm down. Like, I I know it's hard because I get upset too. Yeah. But at some point you just got to kind of like let it go because just some people are just ridiculous. Yeah, and now that I'm, I'm thinking about it too, I think it's even harder for a prideful person. Yes. As, you know, God is working with me on that. Everybody knows. Um, it's even harder for a prideful person to not take offense because it's like, oh, how you disrespecting me? You're not going to talk to me like that. Like, how dare you talk to me? Right. Um. So Bonnie's going to share, we, we have two things. So I have an experience, only one of like a million, I'm telling you, it will be here all day. Um, but I have one big experience in my life, like of maybe two years ago. No, not even maybe a year ago. And um, but first, Bonnie's going to talk about um someone from in the Bible, who literally did nothing wrong, nothing. did nothing. And he was thrown in jail he was lied on he was all these different things but it goes to show later as bonnie you know talks about the story how god always uh made sure that you know he had favor you know wherever he went and he even promoted him at the right time right even though it took years you know like i I don't he had a lot of patience but he yeah because i don't know if i like god forbid a hundred times if that were like if his story (laughs) would have happened to me i don't even know honestly like but again i think when things happen to us god already has blessed us with that like Mm -hmm. that patience that that grace like he already knows what who could go through what who can't go through what like who could survive it he already knows so obviously he knew that joseph god bless his heart yeah through this joseph was um one of jacob's 12 sons and he he you know so it was 12 of them him and his brothers and this is in genesis in the book of genesis genesis 37 which me and janice were kind of like confused because i felt like it was like (laughs) later on in the bible but apparently it's in the beginning but um so yeah so he was one of the 12 sons so a lot of boys a lot of competition there already as you could see so but he was the favorite um well i think that's kind of where the father messed up though too you know what i mean like you i guess you can't really be picking favorites with 12 sons and giving him like a colorful coat like he gave him a nice colorful coat yeah like a special cloak or whatever and 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 so these sons were um jealous and actually what what was it that kicked it off i think it was that joseph had a dream yes he said that all the what was it the the grass yeah it was wheat he said it was like 11 bundles of wheat and the the sun and the moon or the stars or something like that and they all bowed down down to like another thing a wheat or something please everybody read it okay um, yes <laughs> but but even the we're the, paraphrasing mm-hmm. but even the sun or it was the moon and the stars even bow down so that even means his mother and his father right and so when the brothers heard that they were like 
wait mm-hmm. a second like not only is he the favorite mm-hmm. but now he's saying that we're gonna be bowing down to him no i don't think so so they took him and they actually wanted to to kill him because they were so jealous and enraged yeah with this um but one of the brothers i don't remember who it was um said no that you know let's not kill him mm-hmm. um so what they did was they pretended that he was dead. They, I believe they took an animal. They killed him. They put the blood on his jacket yeah. and they actually sold him. Well, they threw him in a pit. Yes. And, and, then, then, and then slave traders or, you know, somebody came around and, right. and then they <laughs> sold him. They were like, oh, it's because the, I think I believe it was the oldest brother. I believe his name was Ruben, maybe if I'm correct. Again, people that? read it. Mm-hmm. He he was going to come back for him. He was planning to come back when, you know, he's like, oh, let's put him in a pit. And his plans was to come back and let him out of the pit. But then when the brothers saw that there was, um, you know, people going to Egypt, like slave right. traders, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, let's make some money off of him. <clears throat> right. And they sold them. They sold them away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, they sold him. And um, then they went back and they told his father that he was dead. So, of course, his father was devastated. I mean, this was his not only his son, but his favorite son on top of that. Mm-hmm. And so it went like that for years. And, um, you know, Joseph obviously was away. He was a slave. Um, he was also what, in, in jail. And even but uh, like Janice said, uh, God had favor on him because even in the jail he was um, well before the jail about about the king about the the king's um wife talk about that yes the king's wife wanted to try to sleep with joseph and joseph because he was you know he he was a a righteous man he had values and morals he didn't want to sleep with her because obviously that was the king's wife he didn't want to do that um but the wife got so upset and enraged again like Maybe I guess the pride thing, right? Too like, how dare you mm-hmm. say no to me? I'm yeah. the king's wife, kind of thing. And so she pretended, she lied, and she said that he did rape her, that he raped her. Um, yeah. so for that he went to jail. Yeah. And then in there, even the guards, um, you know, like were good to him, and, and he would have dreams, and he would interpret dreams. Um, and then through that, the king, um, at that time, he was what Potiphar right mm-hmm. um, he had you know, a dream he, he had a dream and he heard of david or i'm sorry of joseph interpreting dreams so he sent for joseph to interpret his dream and joseph interpreted his dream you know correctly and with that he he grew fond of joseph and joseph became like his right hand man pretty yeah. much and, you know? and, and it's about a famine that was gonna come Yes, it was for, I believe it was like seven years or something like that. Yeah. Of, seven like years it, of, right. of prosperity. And then I think it was like seven years seven of famine. Years. Right. So he told them, like in, order, like, in order to survive that famine, you have to start saving food. And which is what they did. They saved food. So then now when the famine come or came, fast forward, his brothers, where they were living, the brothers and the father, they didn't have any food. So they went over to where... Um, joseph was not knowing that joseph was the right hand man to the king like they didn't know anything they just thought probably like either joseph was dead or joseph was still a slave so they didn't even know and they didn't even recognize him either when they came to where joseph was and joseph though recognized his brothers but his brothers didn't even recognize him and when they finally recognized him you know joseph could have sat there and 
allow this offense, this huge, I mean, my gosh, offense, betrayal, to make him bitter. Well, well, Bonnie, real quick. what? So they didn't recognize him. It was Joseph. He finally, you have to, everybody has to read it because it's much more detailed. But Joseph revealed to them because after Joseph was sold, um, uh, his father had another child, Benjamin, which Joseph wasn't aware of. So he was the youngest. Joseph was the youngest at first, and then it was Benjamin. And um, he wanted to keep Benjamin. He wanted to hang out, I guess, with Benjamin, you know, because he was like, you know, this is my brother. I never knew him, whatever. So it was like a series of things that happened, but he finally, Joseph Mm -hmm. finally revealed to his brothers, I'm your brother, you know, who you sold into slavery. But, and and he took, and he says something to the effect, you know, but what, what you meant for harm, God meant for good. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he revealed it and they were scared. They were scared because they thought he was going to kill them. (laughs) I would be, I would be like, I threw him in the pit. I sold him. Oh my God. Like we're done. We're dead. But Joseph did not. Joseph could have, he really could have like right then and there, he had the power to do it and everything, Mm -hmm. but he did not. He decided to, you know, forgive them. I'm sure that I'm sure Joseph obviously felt that emotion. I'm sure he felt anger, especially when it first happened. I'm sure that he felt so angry. He probably felt so rejected, so lost. Like God, you know, Mm why is it? why why did my own family especially family you know and it's always again if you notice yeah. offense always comes from the people closest to you mm-hmm. it, yeah, it may come from a stranger it may come from a co-worker it may come from whoever but what hurts the most is when it comes from people who you're close to people who you love people who you care about people who you think that would never betray you yeah happened and that so i'm sure that joseph of course i'm sure that he felt some kind of way. I'm sure that he felt angry and sad and lonely and depressed. I'm sure he went through all those emotions, but at the end, it's like what he said, God took what the enemy meant for evil and turned it around for good. And look, Joseph became, you know, again, right-hand man to the king. I mean, he went from, you know, they said a, the, a pit, young- the pit, the pit to the palace. That's what they said. Yeah, exactly. He went from a young boy to, you know, doing whatever, minding his business to now all of a sudden, you know, he's right-hand man to the king, but you know what? God allowed that because you know what? If that never would have happened, he would have never probably reached where he had to be. So God had to let him go through that, unfortunately, but he had to let him go through that. But he could have, Joseph could have let this offense make him so bitter, so revengeful. He probably could have gotten his revenge back at his brothers, no doubt. But what would that have done? Yeah. Nothing. And not only was like God always has a bigger picture in mind. Yes, a bigger because picture. He saved the whole name. It wasn't only Egypt; it was right. other nations that were in famine. So He used Joseph right. to have the to and blessed him with the wisdom to know exactly. what to do. Well, first interpret the dream, know mm-hmm. what to do with the whole situation of the famine, and He right. saved who knows how many people from dying. So exactly. it's like it was such a bigger picture it's like god always has so much more mind than we yes. could ever imagine but we don't see it at that time like no we don't notice like we just see oh i'm in jail oh this person lied to me this person did this you know to me but right. but joseph was righteous like bonnie said he was faithful to god and 
and you know god helped him through that and even after that he called his father he was reunited with yes. his father and yeah. and everybody and he moved his whole family to the best part um of egypt they had this whole they had this whole area just for themselves right. so at the end god restored first you know he did so many different things but god restored everything that was lost everything that joseph and that's what god does god is a god of restoration he will restore what the enemy tried to steal from you because if you look at it he tried to steal from joseph he tried to steal his pride his dignity his family i mean his life he tried to he you know he tried to kill him for god's Mm -hmm. sakes you know but god protected him god had favor on him and god took him from glory to glory to glory yeah you know and yeah and so should i give my my story now yeah yep janice okay. has an interesting story <laughs> i'm gonna make your shoot super short as possible because i i will be on here for like hours telling the yeah. same story but um it's different from joseph all right it's different from joseph uh <laughs> i didn't necessarily get any vindication yet Yes, yes, I think, you know, this is still to come, come, but mm-hmm. I was working at a place um, probably almost a year ago <laughs> now. And, um, you know, it was good. Like I, I was there for two years. I met like this group of girls and we got along really well. You know, I loved all of them, still love all of them. Um, and we were just like this little group and we used to have lunches together um, and even for, you know, when I was getting married, they were invited to my ba- uh, baby shower, my bridal shower. They were invited to my wedding, yeah. you know. So that's a big thing because, honestly, I didn't want to invite even most of my actual family to the <laughs> wedding. And I'm just going to I'm going to say it, you know, because I have issues and God is, God is dealing with me. God is dealing with me. Um, but. You know, so that's a big thing for me, like to invite people that I, you know, just met maybe like a year before because I I felt we were that close, you know, Um, and I was able to tell them things. They were able to tell me things. So one girl in particular, we had like a group chat. Uh, We had a group chat and one day, you know, I was off of work or whatever. And it was just something really simple and and dumb that happened in the group chat. And Mm -hmm. um, it just blew up between me and this girl. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, it wasn't normal. Let's just say it. It wasn't normal for a reaction like that, for something that didn't, like, nothing even occurred. And she just, like, wild out. She just went nuts or whatever. Right. So I was like, okay, well, when I go into the office, you know, because I was out that day, I'm going to talk to her. And... Um, I remember just going up because she was front desk and I just remember going up and being like, um, oh, like what happened? That was weird. Like what happened? And, you know, all of a sudden got ve- she got very defensive and was just like, get the F away from my desk and yeah. um, cursing and people were there. OK, because we're in the front of the office. It's a big office. As people walking by, it was t- it was like breakfast time, people getting their breakfast and she's just like yelling and. What and going nuts? So I'm like, what? I was like in shock, confused. Yeah, I was confused. I was in shock. I was like, wow. Like this. Like, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. I was like, what the hell just happened here? And I'm like, okay. I felt like I was in Twilight Zone. So then I remember just like walking off to my other friend, my other friend's office, and I just remember crying because I was like in such 
shock and just right. like how you guys are person- friends i mean my gosh like right i was yeah. like how could this person that i invited to my wedding that i invited to my into my family basically knowing my family um talk to me like that and i, I remember crying because i was just like <laughs> i think i was just taken off guard right right so you know the rest of the day it was really hard for me to go through the day um and just background like i have a bad attitude okay yes we know Uh, if somebody is cursing out at me my natural instinct is to curse them out back and to Uh you know escalate the issue right 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 but i know that it was the holy spirit at that time helping me to have that self-control because we have a fruit of the spirit and one of them is self-control right and I know that it was it was God and uh, the Holy Spirit helping me through that because my initial reaction just would have to went like to go off. Um, so then anyway, so the day ended. Um, I remember I was at the gym and she called me and I'm like, I was like, am I even going to take this phone call? Because if she start cursing me out again, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> and um, so she called me and she apologized and she apologized and was like, you know, let's talk tomorrow and let's have our other friend like kind of mediate. And I'm like, okay. And I told her, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to fight with you. I love you, you know. And she said the same. And I was like, and I felt good. And I was like, okay, everything is going to be good. But of course, I, you know, praying about it because I'm like, God, mm-hmm. give me the words and help me. So the next day, we had a mediator there, uh, our friend, like in the office. When we're supposed to be working, we're supposed to be working. We're having little Ricky Lake sessions little, here. Right. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad, honestly, that we had somebody there because I don't think nobody would have believed me that it happened again. And yeah. something triggered her while we were talking and she got all mad again. And we're like, what the? Both of yeah. us, the other, me and the other, my other friend, looking at each other like, "What the heck is happening?" Well, like, well, she's wilded. Yeah. She went back to her desk, and then I was walking by to the desk because the girl went, my friend went back to give her her phone because she left her phone because she went in an uproar. Mm-mm. Um, and and again, she said, "Get that away from my desk. I don't know what is it with the desk. I don't know what is it with the desk." And I think she <laughs> thinks she owns the desk, but it's not hers. It's company property. Boo boo. Okay. Um, she didn't want you to take her stapler or something. I don't know what it was. Give my stapler back. (laughs) But um, so she did it again, and she was cursing and acting crazy. And I remember this time, I was just like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Oh no, we're not gonna try this time around." And Mm -hmm. I remember telling my friend, like, I was like, "You know what? Leave it because that's it. It's done. Like this friendship is done." She, it, it was like she floated around the desk. That's how fast she moved. Like she was like freaking out, a, a Kenyan runner or something. Like she ran around the desk and she got and she's tall and she's a big girl. Okay. Right. Um, and she got up in my face. Like she was about to do something. And my mm-hmm. friend like pushed her back. And again, it had to be the Holy Spirit, because I would have been like, You could not get in my face. You who the who think you are? That's it. It would have been a rumble right there, like right in the middle of the the whole office. Right. Um, and my friend, she pushed her back and was like, "No, like, what are you doing? No." And I remember just like walking off to my desk, like quietly. <laughs> that uh-huh. has to be God, like quiet. <laughs> and um, and as I was walking away, she was like, "Uh, yeah, you better be." Yes, I remember you telling me that. I remember this whole thing. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. 
I was upset and I was like, this is some freaking crap. (laughs) (laughs) Two days in a row? Are you freaking kidding me? I even told, I remember telling Janice, like, I don't even know how you walked away. Uh, That Bonnie, that was the grace of God right there. It really was. I I don't even know. Now, thinking about it, I'm ready again. I'm fired up. Right? Like, she gonna do it again? Let's, Let's go. You know, I'm just joking. Um, but so, so then I was like, you know, I was talking to my friends because we have a little circle and we're talking, and they were like, yeah, that's wow. Like, they and, and even my friend had told the other friend, she was like, yeah, if you weren't there, you would have never believed that she did that. Right. Nobody would have ever believed me. Right. So I was like, you know what? We're just not going to be friends. It broke up the circle, it broke up yeah. our, our little thing because we used to have lunch together, we used to do all these things, and um, it broke up that circle, and then um, I was going to leave it, you know, because it's a personal issue in the workplace. You right. know, so you don't want to bring your personal stuff into the workplace because then both of you could get in trouble, you mm-hmm. know, and I didn't do nothing. I didn't curse at her. I didn't yell at her. And I think God was, you know, helping me to have that self-control so that I wouldn't be blamed in the end. So let me let me get to the end. So what happened was that we I left it. I didn't report it. I could have easily reported it. I had yeah. every right to report it. She threatened me with her physical body all up in my face, <laughs> cursed at me. She, you know, said that all these crazy things were saying crazy stuff. I could have easily been like, you know what? I'm going to get her in trouble right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to HR and I'm going to let them know what she did. I could have done that. But no you had every right. All right. Yeah, I said, like you said, you had every right to do it. Oh, that. yeah. I had every mm-hmm. right to do that. Because um, there's, there's few times where people are blameless in things. Right. Um, because, you know, it's hard. We always partake or we'll, like, say something back or curse back. But in this case, I didn't. I didn't do any of those things. So right. um, I could have done that, but I didn't. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. I'm going to leave it. We're not going to be friends anymore. I'm done with it. You know, she didn't care to, like, try to apologize like she did the day before. So I was like, you know, obviously she got some issues going on. So um, I think it was, like, maybe a week later. And it's it's funny mm. how God works. Like, he warns. Mm, like, yes, he, he does. He warns us, like, to give us a heads up. Yep. And so I remember it was on a Friday. And I remember two of my friends. Because, you know, I guess this girl who was like well now she thought that they weren't gonna tell me what she was telling them but it makes no sense but i know right. that that it was god because she told them she was like oh i don't know and she was lying 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 her butt off right. um i don't know but i know the hr person is coming in and she's coming in to talk to me and janice and they like but how did she even find out and it wasn't me mm-hmm. oh i, I told don't you know yeah she was like, I don't know. It was probably somebody who walked by lying again, okay? Mm-hmm. Knowing dang well it was her, um, right. which we didn't find out till later. But they told me. And so I'm already like, oh, my God. I'm thinking like, oh, like now it's getting serious because now this girl is like. Trying to mess with your job. She's trying cool. to mess with my job. She's trying to mess with, you know, my livelihood or whatever. And, um, and so she took it to a whole other level and what's worse is is that i didn't do anything so i don't even know what lie she even told the hr person or whatever you know i don't even know what she said so 
throughout that time, I took it as God telling me, you need to fast and you need to pray. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember doing that. I think I did maybe a one or two day fast because it was like, you know, I think Monday and Tuesday. I think she was coming on a Wednesday, the HR person. And I remember fasting and just being like, God, help me. Because she was trying to get me fired. She even told one of my friends. She was just like, oh, I don't know who's going to lose their job. Like, she wanted me to get fired. Crazy. And, yeah. And and so I was, I you know, I did a little fast. Nothing crazy. It wasn't like a 21 day. I didn't have that time, okay? I did like... <laughs> I think I did like a one day, like a one day thing. And I was just praying and like, God help me, God help me, you know, give me the right words and, and also give me the calm, give me the peace. Right. You know? And I, and I remember praying too. I was like, God, through this, show them who the liar is. Show right. them, the HR person and whoever is going to be in that meeting, show them that I'm telling the truth. Right. Um. So I remember going into the office. I even wore a real cute outfit that day. I did my hair. I bought a little cute outfit. I called it um I called it something. I called it my something outfit. Grace outfit. Grace outfit or something. No, I, I called it like all oh, my uh my judgment outfit or something. I remember. Oh my Yeah. Because okay. if anything, if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down looking cute. Okay. I had these little booties. I look I look cute. I, I really like the skirt. Anyway. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i went in looking cute i'm not gonna go in looking crazy and disheveled and looking stressed even though that's how i felt right. but you know god was helping me through every step and so we ended up i ended up telling my story to the hr person because they all try to spring it on me even the hr person didn't tell me my boss knew about it and i think my boss was trying to get rid of me too because you know she got some her own issues but um she didn't even tell me so it was like they were trying to spring like surprise me with it but mm -hmm. little did they know that god already, got me god already yep and i'm god's child and i'm his girl you know he's my father right. <laughs> and he was gonna protect me no matter what and so i was ready i was ready with screenshots if i had to show it i was like <laughs> i was ready <laughs> paperwork <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, I'm almost done. So anyway, so then we ended up, you know, I told my story and then we ended up into another conference room. They were like, oh, we're going to invite her in. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. And when she got in there, I'm telling you, it was like something I've never seen. It's like, you know, it's like you feel when the enemy's behind somebody. Yes. Because like working through somebody, I'm not saying she's possessed. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the enemy uses people to try to get to God's children, to try to mess them up, to try to get them fired, to try to get right. them all riled up. And right. you could see that in her. I, I saw it clear as day. She was like moving around in her seat. She couldn't sit still. Angry. She was angry. She was livid mm -hmm. for something that she started. And so when she started talking, you know, she's like, she was saying all these lies, lie after lie. She was like, oh, I never did that. She was saying that. Oh, I never cursed out. Oh, I never. She was like, where was I when that happened? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this girl, is she, she serious right now? And I remember she was just like, oh, oh, but she can't be bringing in text messages. I was like, you know what? Here you go. I slid the phone. I was like, here you go. Look at that little text right there. She's like, oh, she can't be doing that. Oh, oh, all this stuff. You can't be bringing personal into workplace. I'm like, but you just brought it into the work. You exactly. did this. That's why we're um, here. Yeah, and it showed that I'm, and she was all crazy, like all over the sea. She looked like she was sweating everything, and I was like, 
And I remember just pointing to her. I was like, but look at her. Look how she's acting. Look mm-hmm. at this. You know, like it was just clear as day who was telling the truth and who was lying. Right. And so after that, she stormed off. She stormed off. She was so mad. She had to take a half day. She was that mad. Oh my God. She had to take a whole half day. And then she told one of my friends, she was like, oh, I'm looking through text messages to try to get him. I'm going to print it out. All the bad things she said about her boss. I'm going to see if she she said anything bad about her boss. I'm going to print it out and I'm going to send it to mm-hmm. HR. That's wow. what she was doing on her half day. She oh was scrolling through like millions of text messages, a whole year's worth of text. That that's is, what she was doing on her yes, half day. Yes, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that's like crazy. The, the anger that she had for something that she did. And while I was still walking around looking cute with my hair, and I was like, you know what? Thank you. I was like, thank you, God. Because God vindicated me. And even later on, like right. recently, I found out that she like had gotten in trouble, you wow. know, with the eight, the same HR person because she was still yeah. acting crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was still acting crazy with other people. Wow. And, and so it's like, even though like at that moment, I was I was so hurt, you know, like, yeah, I was calm. And, and thank you, God, for helping me through that that whole trial but i was so hurt because like bonnie said it's the people who are closest to you that you don't expect that right no and it hurt me so much that i was like i kept talking about it to people and i finally felt like i was like stop talking about it yeah that's it stop talking about it pray for her yeah because through prayer that's how you forgive her even if you don't feel like it pray right. for her anyway and i started to feel kind of like sorry for her yeah because i sense that she has so much anger and bitterness and hurt in her own life right that it was coming out in that way right. and so even now like when she comes to my heart i still pray for her and i wish the best for her and i and i pray that god get a hold of her and her family right. and heal her from all those things Mm. Um, so even when you don't see it right away, like God is always working in the background and who knows, maybe later down the line, maybe she will say, I'm sorry. Maybe she will realize it. And, but at that point it's not even for me anymore because God has healed me from that, even though it still bothers me when I think about it, but he's healed me from that. But it's more, you know, like. It's just for you. Like the forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. It's for you. And it's for your relationship with God. Right. So you know what? I mean, um, with that situation, the fact that the Holy Spirit helped you not to react in the way that your flesh wanted to react, mm-hmm. it also shows who God is as well. Because especially like her knowing that you are a Christ follower mm-hmm. um, was like, as if the enemy was working behind her or whatever the case to try to get you yeah. to flip out, yep, to react a certain way. So that way she could say, you know, because it says, you know, in the Bible it says that um, the enemy, that the devil, he is an accuser of the brethren. Yep. So he'll try to get you to do something. And then afterwards he'll accuse you. So it was as if he was trying to get that reaction out from you. And then once you reacted so that he could look at you or she could look at you and go, Oh, I thought you were Christian. Oh, yep. and you know what, in, in the future later on, mm-hmm. and even if she's, whether she's feeling it now or not, but she will later on, she's going to feel convicted mm-hmm. about and she's going to feel bad for the way that she treated you. And the fact that you could have, again, like Joseph and many yeah. other situations, 
you could have gotten back at her. You could have sat there too and, and had revenge on her, but you didn't, you know? Um, so I think that was a really like good thing that you obeyed the promptings of the Holy Spirit because I know that that was really hard because I know for me that would be extremely hard. Especially yeah. like in my face like that. It's like, yeah, it's so hard, but this is what God wants us to do Mm-hmm. you know offense. and again it's not fair a lot of the times it's really not but you know what god knows that but god will take vengeance god doesn't want you to hold on to that offense yes go through the motions yes it's okay to be angry about it he's not saying that you like you can't get angry about it you can't be sad about it yes but not to stay there right. so let it go give him the burden and he will take care of it he right we'll deal with it as long as you ask him and you pray for it he yeah. will deal with it but on the other hand what the enemy wants us to do with that offense mm-hmm. is to keep it mm-hmm. allow it to dwell in us so that it could grow into bitterness it could grow into hatred and what does the lord say about hate having pure hate in our heart it is equal to murder mm-hmm. when you hate somebody i mean really truly hate somebody mm-hmm. it's like you already murdered them in your heart and so and the devil wants us to be in that imprisonment because that's all that's what happens is when we don't let go of offense eventually when we don't forgive we become imprisoned in our own mind and in our own soul and and that could make us sick that could just make us you know depressed miserable just angry with with life with people it's just like what you said you know with that girl maybe Mm -hmm. she was angry with things that was going on in her life and Mm -hmm. instead of letting it go or dealing with it a certain way she allowed it to make her become like that make her become so miserable and just so angry that you just want to like you know just be enraged in every area of your life and to whoever so there's a difference, you know, how God wants us to take care of offense and how the enemy would want us right. to take care of offense. And it's important, you know, and it's like what Janice said, forgiveness isn't just for the other person or it's not just, oh, okay, we're just going to let people trample all over us. Or mm-hmm. take No, God is not saying that at all. You do, there are boundaries that we have to set up. Mm-hmm. There are times where we realize or if God helps us to realize, hey, this is a toxic situation or this is a toxic relationship or friendship, you need to walk away from it. Yes, there are times that that happens, but meaning we also do have to forgive because God has forgiven us. Right many things that we've done wrong before him that he didn't have to he didn't right. have to but he did yeah. so and god says like you know if he wants us or i'm sorry we want him to forgive us then we also have to forgive oh yeah mm-hmm. right so yeah you know, it, it's really important to, again, it doesn't mean to just let everybody do whatever they want to, you know, even if you decide, or even if God says, Hey, you know, uh, don't be in that relationship anymore, or, or maybe don't be friends with that person anymore, or whatever, that's fine. But to let go yeah. whatever it is that they did to, because at the end, some way, somehow God will take care of it. May yeah. not happen right away, but he'll take care of it. Right. And you might not even ever see it. But you have to trust right. that God is going to take care of it. And and in um, really quick, in Ephesians uh, chapter 4, verse 26, it says, Be angry, yet do not sin. Do not let your anger last until the sun goes down. And do not give the devil an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you can be angry, 
but don't let it cause you to sin. Right. Right. Anger is not a sin. Right. It's what you do with that anger. Exactly. It's your reaction to that anger. And if you have that react, if you don't let it go, I mean, it's, it's harder than, you know, everybody knows it's hard to let it go like that. Right. The quicker you let it go, the better it's going to be because then you don't want to give, it says right here, and do not give the devil an opportunity. Don't give him a foothold in your life. Don't give him an inch, a crack into your life because the enemy uses those things. Yes, he, he does. He uses our anger. And yep. he stir- He tries to stir us up even more. And what happens is that anger, like Bonnie said, it causes resentment. It causes bitterness. And it separates us from God. It does. It separates us. And, and that relationship, if we're looking for a relationship with God, it, it's like a little barrier. Not that God's not going to hear us or whatever, but when we have things in our heart, when we're mm-hmm. harboring that anger and hate and bitterness and all those unforgiveness right. in our heart, it's getting in the way of our relationship with God. And that's how you kind of have to look at it. And that's how I, mm. I'm i trying now to look at things that it's not for the other person. It's for my relationship with God. Like that mm-hmm. is the most important thing to me. Am I pleasing God? Is right. this pleasing to God I don't forget about everybody else exactly whether they're happy with it or even me or maybe I don't want to I don't want to forgive I don't want to do that but then I'm like but what's more important right going off of my own feelings or pleasing God and you know Jesus died for us you know God the father sent his only son Jesus to die for us on the cross he took away all of our sins not just our sin for today but our whole lives. And he did that for the whole world. Everyone who was, who is, who, who, who currently is, who will be, right. you know. And if he, if Jesus, if God can give his only son, first of all. And if Jesus can be obedient to the father and mm-hmm. do something that I'm sure Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. No, he did not. He didn't want to suffer. No, he did not. He actually asked uh, God, if you can take this away. Right. <laughs> and they even said in the garden, I believe in the garden of Gethsemane, uh, mm-hmm. Gethsemane mm-hmm. he was uh, praying so intensely. Yes. And I guess and that he was like, yeah, like uh, sweating blood or something yep. like that. Yeah. And so I'm sure in, in Jesus, in his humanity, right. he didn't want to do those things. He didn't want to die on that cross. He was mocked, humiliated. He was whipped. They put right. a crown of thorns on his head, did all these things to him. And he still forgave us. And and Bonnie, you you mentioned, was it you? Yeah. Or, or maybe it was loose when we were talking yesterday, that when Jesus was on the cross, you know, there were two criminals on the cross. Yeah. And and one was like, Oh, if you're if you're the son of God, you get Bring down yourself from here. down. Right. And the other one was just like, Forgive me. Yes. And 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 Jesus says something too along the lines, you know, I will. There's a place for you in heaven. You will come like with me to par- with par- uh, to paradise. In paradise. Yeah. And so if if God can forgive us for all mm-hmm. the sins that we have ever done, and everything is a sin, right? Like like lying, um, <laughs> you know, Adultery, even our thoughts, lust. You know, like uh, you know, obviously, yeah, like lust. Of, uh, there's so you many. Know. Yeah. Even thinking, even thinking things. It says even if you, if you look at a, a woman with lust with in your lust, eyes, adultery in your heart, <laughs> right? You're, so you're there's so many that we sin every day, and if God can forgive us for all those things, 
put it into perspective like okay i can forgive this girl for her acting crazy and try to see the best in people or try to see what the other person is going through yeah and also really quick too Mm -hmm. um another thing that is that is actually biblical and also a good thing to do and in certain situations it is good to go to your brother or sister to reconcile oof that's hard that's hard and what you had an experience with that but maybe we'll talk about that yeah another time but um it is also god sometimes too will put it in in us the holy spirit will prompt us to you know what go to that person and reconcile Mm -hmm. you know to to that person uh who you offended or go to that person if they offended you and Mm -hmm. yeah you know and again it's to close you know, again, any gap, any window, any door that the that, that the enemy is trying to open in your life to close that up right away. To mm-hmm. quickly, you know, forgive that person as, as quick as you can. And most of the time when people offend us, it's like what Janice said earlier. Yeah, sometimes they do it on purpose, but most of the time they either don't mean it. Mm-hmm. Or they are not that is that it's an excuse, but they are going through something, or maybe they felt some kind of way um maybe a, like a misunderstanding a miscommunication and they offended you and they really didn't mean to um so it is also good if you can if god puts it in you to reconcile with that person because that also mm-hmm. does close the gap right there where the enemy is trying to squeeze into your life yeah and, and it's hard on a daily basis with offense you know and yeah. um and and again, like Bonnie was saying, there's so many things like, you know, I, I had this lady, too, that she was just from another country and everything she said was just rough. I'm like, <laughs> why is she always talking like that? Why is she so freaking rough all the time? You know, right. like everything that she says is like very rough. Right. Um, And I didn't notice until later. That's just like a country thing. That's just a language barrier, you know, so it's like looking and trying to seek the best in people and even if you can't find anything just be like you know what it's not even worth it it's not right. worth it it's not half of the time it's not yeah half of the time is not and um yeah. so yeah. i just just want to thank you guys again for joining us on this podcast i did want to close with a prayer um it's actually from the joyce meyer bible this is the bible that i have joyce meyer amplified version uh, Bible. I got this off of Amazon if you guys want to know. Um, but I'm sure you could probably get it on her website. Yeah. But I was um, skimming through and this is in the book of Hebrews chapter 5. Um, so if you have that Bible, you could just turn it on page 2038. Um, but she does like little life points. And so this life point is called Jesus Understands. And she goes through uh, again how we were talking about when we get hurt. And how Jesus understands our pain. He understands our emotions. He understands when we get hurt, when we get upset, when when somebody betrays us. Because again, remember, he went through that. Um, but there's a little prayer, just a quick little two-second prayer that she has here. So I just kind of wanted to say it out loud with, with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asked us to, you know, to bow our head and to thank the Lord for understanding us. And we should actually be thankful for God, for Jesus understanding us understanding what we are going through or what we've gone through mm-hmm. um so this prayer you know it, it says you know if we all want to say it together mm-hmm. thank you god 
for understanding me and not condemning me. Thank you for not giving up on me. I ask for your help that I may become more understanding like you are. Mm, amen. And it's a great little prayer because it's, it's so true that we have to, we, we should actually be thankful that God is there for us 24, seven, seven days a week. He doesn't, it doesn't matter what time where you are. And if we are hurt, if we feel betrayed, God understands. Cause guess what folks, God already knew that situation was going to happen. He already knew that that person was going to betray you. He already knew how you were going to feel and how hurt you were going to feel. He understands. So we should just actually be so grateful that we have a God who understands us and who doesn't condemn us. Like the prayer said that he doesn't condemn us. He doesn't get angry when we feel a certain way, but it's like what Janice says. And it's like what it says in the word. It's what we do with that anger. It's what we do with that hurt. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to allow it to get us bitter and miserable and angry? Or is it, is, are we going to allow it to uplift us and to promote us you know, through Christ and to just trust that he's going to take our pain and he's going to turn it to something good and something great. And we're going to be able to help other people and bless other people. And the devil hates nothing more. But when we do that and we turn our pain into joy, you know, through Christ or helping people or loving people, oh my God, that gets them bitter or better. You're going to get bitter or you're going to get better. You're going to make a decision. Yes. Definitely. Well, thank you, everyone. We're so glad that you stayed to the end of the podcast. Yes. Um, And we will talk to you in the next one. Yes. And really quick, again, if you guys want to reach out to us, our email, saltandlight1111 at gmail.com. Have a great night, guys, or a great morning whenever you're hearing this. (laughs) 